Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. He's your host, he's a stallion, and I'm the piece of dung with him. I am the enforcer. We welcome you back to yet another episode coming hot off the heels of our interview with uh, Beyond Wrestling, Evolve, um, and well, maybe NXT star in the future. Who knows? Josh Briggs, which you can absolutely find in the archives. At um, You go over to YouTube. Type in All Night Long Wrestling Podcast, and you can find your interviews over there. You can go to Blog Talk Radio and find us over there at the Wrestling Perspective Podcast Network. I mean, where, where aren't we, Joe? We're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you that I feel like a barnacle at the bottom of a boat. So even at the bottom of a boat, of a dinghy, that's where we are. We are literally everywhere. And if you want to get your dinghy everywhere, make sure you go to bluechew.com. You pay $5 shipping and handling, and you use the promo code WPP. And let me tell you something. At Cialis, at Viagra, that little blue pill you're going to get at the gas station, yesterday's news, bro. Here's what you do. Use Blue Chew because it's hip, it's in, and it's a chew. You don't have to wait. Take a pill. Wait for it to kick in before it's time to, uh, you know, partake in the Survivor Series, if you know what I'm saying. If you want to make sure there's a Royal Rumble in your bedroom, then you go to BlueChew.com and you use the promo code WPP. You tell them the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast sent you, and um, maybe when it's over, you'll be crowned king of the ring. What do you say, pal? Wow, that was really a lot of very good uh, pro wrestling references that you fit in there for the oh, wait, Blue Chew. I have one more. And if you want Blue Chew in your house, just go to bluechew.com, all night long wrestling podcast sent you, and the promo code is WPP. Oh, I see. In your house, right? That's what you were going with, the in your house? Yeah. Okay. You know, if it was two months ago, that'd be a real Halloween havoc. If you go to bluechew.com, I could do this all day. I have a lot. All right. We'll save them for future shows. <laughs> That's fine. If you want to watch the night the line was crossed, no, it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> ECW for you. And with that, um, so last week, like you said, we interviewed Josh Briggs. And a lot of things also happened last week in terms of all elite wrestling and the development of that. And we talked about that uh, last month on one of our shows as far as what the impact of all elite wrestling would be on different promotions in professional wrestling and specifically ROH with the elite and all the members of the elite leaving ring of honor with the exception of Marty Skrull, who is you know, suspected to leave in a few months when his contract is up. But with the majority of these guys now not being an ROH anymore, what is ROH going to do? And what they've done in that time over the last few months is sign some new talent to the promotion. So studs, they have signed studs left and right, Joe. Yeah, so there are folks like uh, Bandito, um, PCO, Brody King, uh, Mark Haskins, and 
I'm forgetting some as well. I'm sure well, there's Jeff Ju- Cobb was a little bit before that, but Jeff Cobb was before that. Juice Robinson has been appearing on shows. Zach Sabre wrestled some matches for them. So they've been doing some things to try to, I guess, restock their talent system. So what we're going to talk about a little bit more today, specifically with ROH is how is the new version now of ROH going to fare, right? As they move into 2019, uh, Cody, the young bucks, hangman page, uh, these guys are all, all gone, um, from, from ring of honor and Marty Skull probably soon to follow. So what is, what is, how is ROH going to, what is the new version of ROH going to be like with all of these guys that they've signed, they've brought in, you know, is it going to be, you know, it's definitely going to be different, but is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? Like what, I guess, what are your thoughts as far as, you know, bringing in this new talent who maybe some fans are familiar with, but maybe not as many um, and, and developing these, these folks in ring of honor. It's not just the four scoops of Trader Joe's blend in my Dallas Cowboys RIP to their season coffee mug, or is it the shot of espresso? But let me tell you something. I have got a couple of steaming hot takes today, Joe. Hot take number one. Ring of Honor will be a better wrestling wrestling promotion without the elite. There will be more, more matches to go around. The cards will not be Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes centric. And will that hurt their business? Probably. Will the houses get smaller for a period of time? Probably. But if you're a professional wrestler in the Ring of Honor locker room, I think right now the morale has to be high. Um, I think it's, you know, what's old is new again. So I think right now, if you think of Ring of Honor like 2003 to 2004, 2005, 2006 with Daniels, um, Joe, they had the pure title, um, uh, Generation X, Jimmy Ray, everybody like that. I think that's the kind of Ring of Honor we're going to be getting back to where everybody's going to have the same ability and it's whoever is going to be able to grow and quote unquote grab that brass ring that's going to take over. I don't think it's going to be we're pushing these guys because they are making us the most merchandise or we're pushing the young bucks because we know that's what draws the houses. Now I think it's going to be the guys there are going to have to make that up. And I think they're smart enough. They're savvy enough. And they know that with the young bucks gone with Cody gone, there are positions available and there's time on the card that is ready to be snatched away. And I think I love the young bucks. I love Cody. I'm going to watch the heck out of AEW. I'm going to support them and everything they do. Um, Hangman Page too, but I, I'm definitely going to. I don't want to say I'm more. In, I don't. I don't want to sound like a, a, a jerk. I'm not more interested in Ring of Honor now, but I'm more interested to see what they're going to do now, and I will definitely be paying more attention to the product because I feel like these next couple of weeks are going to be very, uh, very telling. Yeah, and I think, like you said, it, it's it's a situation where I would think that wrestlers in that locker room. Who, who, are, who have been signed recently, it's an opportunity for them to, you know, make more of a name for themselves and get more TV time. You know, I think even to this point, we were talking about all the folks from the elite uh, leaving, which is all true, but we also should mention that SCU is a, is a group that's also has left um, Chris Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio sky, who have been a big part of ring of honor programming over the last you know year as a unit. And even before that with, um, you know, Kazarian and Daniels is, is the addiction tag team. So it opens up a lot of spots and a lot of divisions. And I would think that if, if you're getting an opportunity, like it's whether it's somebody new to the promotion, like a Brody King, 
um, or a Mark Haskins or folks that have been there before that maybe are now getting the opportunity to step up like a Kenny King or a Shane Taylor, uh, people like that, like Dalton Castle's already kind of done a lot of stuff as far as being in the main event is concerned. It should be opportunities for them. And, you know, I've always been a, a believer, I guess, in terms of what being a fan of wrestling for you know, almost 30 years now that, you know, the guys that are the most, talented and driven are the ones that are going to get over the most right like it shouldn't be like where i think there's like this notion or this perception of wwe where they're pushing the guys they want to push whether the fans want them to be in those positions or not i think with some of these other promotions it's kind of like all right they're going to give everybody an opportunity and the folks that are going to get over are going to get over and the people the fans are going to want to see are going to be put in the positions you know higher up in the card and i think that's what these wrestlers, you know, the new wrestlers, the wrestlers that have been there in, in Ring of Honor are now going to get more opportunities to showcase what they can do and get more time on TV, whether that's in-ring time or promo time. Yeah, and even the guys that have been there for a while, like I, I have another, I have a question for you. The last 10 years, I want you to take 2009 to 2019. So far, you got that? Yeah, I mean, I tried to black a lot of that out, but go ahead. I actually did black out during a lot of that, but uh, has there been a better, more consistent tag team in the last 10 years than the Briscoe brothers. That entire span. The last 10 years. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head that I can think of one um, because I think a lot of the teams that, that was, I think, you know, if you look at 2009, that was probably more of a transition era for tag team wrestling. You're kind of post the edge and Christian Hardy's Dudley boys, um, all those teams. I think, and then some of the other teams, I think that were good in that period of time, you know, didn't last. Yeah. Beer money. And even uh, America's most wanted maybe a little bit around a little before that, you know, like didn't really last um, an extended period of time where you could say that they were had as, as long of a run, you know, like even like a team like new day, who I I do think is a really good team have been together for maybe like five, five years or something, however long it's been, um, you know, haven't been together for that long a period of time. So I'm not sure that they're, I'm not even sure that there are many teams in general that have stayed together for 10 years. They've been together that long. I mean, the yeah. Young Bucks. That's about it, right? So to me, like, you, if, if you're Ring of Honor and you have guys like um, – and you have the Briscoe brothers, who the Briscoe brothers are amazing as a tag team, and Jay Briscoe, just as great as a solo guy. Mark Briscoe, no disrespect to him. I don't see him in the world title picture. You throw Mark Briscoe in the um, TV title picture. Those are guys that are not going to go anywhere. You can trust – you give them 20 minutes, you give them 40 minutes, they're going to give you matches. And that's what kind of Ring of Honor, that's the mindset Ring of Honor has to have. Um, they had that with the Young Bucks, but you know what? Cody, you didn't get that with Cody. Um, Cody could talk you, definitely talk you to the building, but when it came time to have a 20-minute match, a 15-minute, when he wrestled, um, I mean, when he wrestled Omega, wasn't it was okay at best, but you expect a lot more from that based upon Omega's track record, you know? And here's another hot take, and, and I like him as a professional wrestler, don't get me wrong, but you're not going to be able to, and tell me if you agree with me, you're not going to be able to build the company around a guy like Dalton Castle. True or false? Um, yeah, I don't know that he's a guy that you would build around. He definitely had a lot of momentum, I think, in terms of you know his popularity when he came to Ring of Honor, um, and he definitely was on a very upward trajectory for a long period of time and he got to a certain level. I'm not sure that he can carry the company for a long term or be a long term main event guy. He had his run with the championship. I thought he did fine, but he got, you know, he got it banged up. He got injured. Um, you know, Jay Lethal to me is still their main 
you know, main event guy, like the face of Ring of Honor really is, is Jay Lethal because he's been there for so long and had so much success. Correct. To me, Jay Lethal, <coughs> excuse me, build a company around Jay Lethal, not around Jay Lethal. Let Jay Lethal do what Jay Lethal does, and that's put on amazing matches, right? But now with the Cody gone, with the Bucks gone, there are these, I guess you could say these tiers, right? So who can they put in those spots and who can they, you know, you have a lot of new faces and you have a lot of faces of guys that have been there that they haven't necessarily had that opportunity. Like you and I mentioned, Shane Taylor. Dude, Shane Taylor is, he he's killing it. And all, like, Shane Taylor is one of those guys in Ring of Honor that, I mean, his... His gimmick when he he was with um he was with Keith Lee they were the Pretty Boy Killers and then Shane Taylor kind of would often do more of a solo thing and now Shane Taylor's had a good run in the beginning of the card in the TV title picture he's a guy you know if I was Ring of Honor I would say put a mouthpiece mouthpiece with him because he could do everything in the ring let somebody talk for him and Shane Taylor you can he can work a 15, 20 minute match um, these are guys that you know the guys that you could trust. And the guys that can work and the guys that are going to be signed with you long term, because you have to you have to make sure these guys are with you long term. And those are the guys that have to have important storylines. Now, does that mean getting rid of Delirious? I don't know. I don't know if Delirious is going to be the answer to the booking, although I did see that Joy Mercury came back last weekend, true? Uh, I did read that. I read that he came back as a as a producer for them. Uh, I believe also that well, at least if you believe the uh the internet dirt sheets or whatever they may be called that BJ Whitmer was acting in a, in a producer role for them. And he's left potentially to work with AEW. So uh, if that's the case, I mean, oh, Delirious no. has been the booker for a long time. <laughs> oh no. Delirious has been the booker for a, a while, I believe there. And you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think also with some of these guys, if they're going to, you're going to try to want to lock them up long-term, which I totally agree with. But if you're one of these these guys like say like a Silas Young, who I think just re-upped there for a few years, you know, like how long do you want to commit to ring of honor? Right. Do you want to do short-term deals like one to two years um, and see what your opportunities are like, you know, after that, whether you can go to NXT or AEW or just want to be kind of on the independent scene, or do you lock up with them for like three to five years for more stability if they're paying you at a salary that, and you know, and, and number of dates that you feel comfortable with. So I think, Maybe that's the decision that some of these guys have to make. It's like, do I want to work fewer dates um, and make steady money for this company? Or do I want to take a short-term deal and take my chances, you know, take a chance on yourself, essentially. And, you know, where am I going to be a year or two from now? I feel like I'm going to be in a better spot where I'm either going to make more money here or I'm going to go make more money elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, even if they lock them up for a year, to me, that's still a year. It's kind of like a test phase. You know, you, you try these guys out for a year. Because I'll tell you right now, just looking at the roster, you have young guys that if you lock up for three years, will you will get your money back and then some. A guy like Brody King, a different look. He's a monster. He's a stud. Um, I, I think the world of him, he hasn't been wrestling very long at all, and he's only going to get better. Um, a guy like Mark Haskins. I'm, the, I'm probably the biggest Mark Haskins fan in the world, man. I loved everything he was doing in progress for Ring of Honor to snatch him up the way that they were able to do. I think that's huge. I think um, especially if they brought over Vicky Haskins, which I believe they did. I, I still don't know. Is that true? I, I think so. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a confirm on that. But, yeah, I believe that she did. She is coming along with him. Mark Haskins and Vicky Haskins, Haskins together, man. What a great team. Um, then you have, like, other guys. Like, you mentioned a guy like Bandito. Um, I like Bandito a lot. 
which reminded me, Honor Reign Supreme was last weekend. Did you were you able to watch the whole thing? I watched most of it. I saw it was on Sunday night, I believe, the thir- the 13th, but I saw most of it. There, I mean, uh, also Luchasaurus. I don't know if you've ever seen him wrestle before. Have you ever seen any of Luchasaurus's work outside of Ring of Honor? I have not I have not brushed up on my Luchasaurus matches the previous to last week. Beast, man. I'm going to send you him versus Josh Briggs. He Luchasaurus is a, is awesome. He's a big dude. He's like a better version of Punisher Martinez. Is the best way I could describe him. Okay. I thought is he more like so he's like is he better than Brodus Clay? Um if if Brodus Clay's character, the Funkasaurus, were to go on DDP yoga and hang out with Super Callow for two years, mm. he'd be Luchasaurus. Okay. That sounds like something I'd want to watch. So Yeah, it's good booking. Um, I mean, Jeff Cobb, another guy you could build the world around Jeff Cobb. And like you said, the Kenny Kings of the world and the Silas Youngs, they have all the the, the guy's in place to do the right thing. We just need some little more creative storytelling. It's We're not going to have the young bucks telling stories through their YouTube anymore. We're not going to have the young bucks and Cody doing Delirious's job for him. Now it's up to the Ring of Honor booking committee to give us compelling stories that people are going to be invested in. And that's what I think is going to be the toughest task. Now, uh, one thing I was reading, and I don't want to get into spoilers too much, but uh, oh, one thing I was... sweet Marcy. Look at this Jimmy spoiler pants over here. Easy, that big guy. Easy. That's good. Just reading some of the reports from over the weekend, and I think all the news got out, was that there was this new stable that was formed, and there's a lot of people in it, so I don't think I'm even going to try to rattle off all the names. But it was led by uh, Juice Robinson and, and a f- Mark Haskins and a few other folks, and I believe the name of the stable is called Lifeblood. And uh, their their goal, I guess, is to bring honor back to Ring of Honor or something of that sort. I guess we'll have to see how it plays out on television. So maybe this that's awesome. a, this is the maybe, true, true true story. This is the first I'm hearing about this, and this sounds awesome. But continue. So maybe that's just a sign of or an indication of they're going to kind of go back to like what you're saying of more, you know, not that the Bucks and Cody and and Page were not focused on wrestling, but I think they were doing like all these, you know, storylines outside of ring of honor that were on their YouTube show. And they would bring those elements into the ring of honor television product and on the pay-per-views and things like that. Whereas now that's not in the picture anymore. And it, and it's going to, like you said, it's going to force the booking committee or, or delirious or whoever is in charge of writing these shows to come up with more focused storylines for the performers they want to showcase. And, Maybe a stable like that, um, the formation of villain enterprises, you know, those types of things are going to kind of drive them towards more, you know, different kinds of feuds or things that are focused around different, different types of stuff. You could do, you could start doing this. Check it out. This is for you. Ready? P C O. Cause he's your new guy. I know how much you love PCO. Listen, if people didn't watch honor reign Supreme, they should watch the villain enterprises six man tag match because it's PCO was taking some, some bumps as they call it in the business that were quite dangerous looking, including a Canadian destroyer from Silas young on the ring apron, which I think only caught about 5% of the ring apron. Yeah. Which caught. And that, that 5% split PCO's head down the middle. Cause it caught him right on the top. Um, I, you're exactly right with what you said about villain enterprises. This life's blood. Um, group faction if you will i don't know who's in it but it sounds great 
something like that. So I'm so totally in for, and I think, I think the Bucks and Cody were able to get Ring of Honor to that level where it was more widespread, and now it's up the Ring of Honor. It's kind of like Baby Bird's got to fly the, you know, Baby Bird's got to fly the nest. Um, but I also like the faction idea, the villain enterprises thing, and um, this Life's Blood group. I, I think. You don't want to overdo it, make it like 1997 WWF, but you know, having a couple of factions in there are going to be good in factions that people care about. Not the um, what was the truth? Uh, was it a uh, Truth Commission? Truth Martini and uh, House of Truth? House of Truth. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Awesome Truth. No, oh, okay. I I gave up on the last two. Would you like um, to hear the members of Lifeblood? Because I've pulled it up. Yes. Hold on. Let me sip on my coffee. Go ahead. All right. So. According to the report, it's a stable led by Juice Robinson, and it includes the following. David Finley. Sweet. Mark Haskins. Okay. Bandito. Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, and Tennille Dashwood. That seems to be the group, as I found on the internets. So that is your lifeblood group, my friend. I can't tell if you're just astonished or if you're muted right now. So, uh, I'm here. What? All right. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to knock it. I'm not going to say anything until I see it. But I'll I tell you like, this. I feel like you want to knock it, but you're not. You don't want to do that right now. You don't want to knock it right away. I don't want to knock it until I see it. But it just seems like a, a strange group of people. I'll tell you this. I effing love hot sauce. You know, I love Tracy Williams. Um, I love Tennille Dashwood and Bandito. I like Bandito a lot. I haven't seen enough of him to, tell, to say that I love him, but I will tell you his match with PJ Black, not the best match I'd ever seen, Joe. Let me ask you this. Has our photo with Tennille Dashwood made it onto any social medias yet? Of course it has. Because I'm not a social media guy very much, so I just want—I figured I'd ask you if it's out there. If it hasn't, if it's if it's out there, people should go check out our Instagram at All Night Long WP, or through our Twitter at All Night Long WP, or on our Facebook at Facebook.com/slash All Night Long WP. As uh, the Enforcer and myself at Final Battle in December, we're fortunate enough to meet and greet Miss Tennille Dashwood and took a photograph with her, as well as getting assigned eight by ten. Which was, and she was extremely, extremely nice to us until you started. What? Until, what? until you started dogging me in front of her, in which case she lashed onto you right away. But I can't blame her. Um, but she was very, very nice. Dog? Uh, I, I, hold on, dog. We don't need to rehash this. We don't no, need to rehash it. Let's rehash. No, this is no need for that. But um, yeah, oh, so that should oh. be available on our social media for everybody to check out if they yeah. want to go and maybe give us a follow on any of those social media platforms. You're talking about the business card. So we're talking about. Uh, I mean, no, she took the business card. She was cool with that. I think, I think you were mocking. I remember being mocked. That's what I remember, uh, in, in front of her table. Um, you weren't mocked. She said she loved the over as duck and I put myself over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You put your, you put yourself yeah. over. I didn't, yeah. I'm not mocking you. I'm putting myself you put yourself over. over. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's very 91 warrior ish. That's what I did. I was going to say Bret Hart, but that's fine. No, if that was the case, you she would just call me the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Anyway, um, 
before I was, why would we go there? Why would you have to take a turn to, we're going here and you just veered off. Um, I was just letting everybody know about our Chenille Dashwood meeting. So if they want to check out our social media and all the, the uh, locations that I mentioned, they should feel free to do that because she was very, very nice. We appreciate Chenille and her time. Yeah, that was, um, that was, that was really nice for her to do. And that was true. And I, you know, I keep forgetting about Zack Sabre Jr. too, because um, I don't know what kind of deal Zack Sabre has. But, uh, you know, having him in Ring of Honor, having a guy like Tracy Williams, you're definitely bringing back that pure aspect. So it'll it'll open. And you, you signed – so in the people you signed, you signed a guy like Brody King, who's just a monster, savage, can work. You signed PCO, who's literally an animal, who probably died three times last Sunday and woke himself up and wrestled the rest of the match. You signed Bandito, one of the best high flyers around. Then you signed Zack Sabre and Hot Sauce, who are more of a catch-as-catch-can ground-based style. So Ring of Honor truly is it, – it's like a melting pot for every kind of professional wrestling style. So if you enjoy any of those, when you watch a Ring of Honor show, you'll get everything. you know. And there's not going to be any uh, skullduggery, really, when you, uh, when you watch this event. Now, if I, was, if I was asking you, give me two or three people ROH needs to build around for the next calendar year, who would they be? Who they need to build around for the next calendar year. Who needs to be a focus? So you're talking singles wrestlers or just overall the whole thing? Give me everything. Um, I would say Jeff Cobb for sure. Uh, he would be at the top top of my list. I think, uh, like you said, he's just a beast. He's you know he's a young guy. His matches are great. Uh, he's already got the TV title. He should hold on to that thing for a really long time. Um, and I think, you know, even if he, they could set up some sort of feud with him and Jay Lethal, you know, for who's had the TV title longest or something along those lines, I think would be not a bad idea. So definitely eating delirious that idea. Cause that's so good. It should have been mine. <laughs> so definitely, uh, Jeff Cobb. And I think they should look to see what they can do with, with juice Robinson. I mean, juice Robinson, who was CJ Parker in uh, NXT and was kind of almost sort of doing a comedy type gimmick went to new Japan and found really good success there, including a victory over the IWGP heavyweight champion, Kenny Omega in the G one. So former former. Yes. So I think that he's somebody that is in a new face there that they should definitely spend some time on and, and invest in. And if, if they're going to keep Marty Skrull beyond April, I would say make sure you focus on him as well because he's one of the most popular guys they have. But obviously, if he's if he's going to leave, uh, or if they know that he's leaving, then then they, you probably can't really do that. You can put him in some marquee matches and have him uh, do some jobs on the way out. But other than that, but if he stays, then I would certainly make sure to build around him as well. Yep, do the job on his way out. I'm, I'm with you on the Marty Skrull thing. For me. Number one's got to be Mark Haskins. Him and Vicky Haskins are too great of a package. I mean, if you watch any of their stuff in progress, um, even what Mark Haskins was able to do in NXT UK, he's got literally has it everything. He's got the look. Vicky Haskins has the look. They're they're great together, and they can draw money, big big money. So that would be one. Um, you know, I, I'm in echo your sentiments with Jeff Cobb because even people that don't like when we went to our final battle. Kyle was texting me. Our friend Kyle was texting me. He's like, what, what do you know about Jeff Cobb? And I'm like, everything you need to know about Jeff Cobb, you're going to find out in this match. Ten minutes into the match, he wrote, holy F, I effing love Jeff Cobb. But, you know, so Jeff Cobb, he's not the best on the mic, but that dude's going to get you involved in the match, and he's going to tell the story in the ring. And it's it's he's so good to watch. He has no right 
being able to do what he does in the ring for his size. And uh, for number three, I think you need to get Jay Briscoe back in the title picture. Um, he is so – talk about living the gimmick. Jay Briscoe is the character. Jay Briscoe should be the world heavyweight champion. Jay Briscoe had that undefeated streak in Ring of Honor. Um, make him a heel and put a baby face up against him and chase it, chase it, chase it, and have it next year. Final battle, Jay Briscoe drops it, and when he loses it in a singles match, it'll matter. But the Briscoes are money. Watch their promos, any of their promos. Listen to them talk. They believe it. They are who they are, and I love Jay and Mark Briscoe. Interestingly, neither of us mentioned, and we haven't even mentioned on this entire show to this point, as I know we're probably going to be wrapping it up in a few uh neither of us have mentioned flip gordon poor flip uh who's a guy who's been working really hard in ring of honor the last year or so but i guess you know what yeah maybe maybe we're just a couple of jim Cornettes, man you know maybe we need some more headlocks some chin locks some abdominal stretches maybe I that's what we need. See, your flip got hurt let's see what flip's injury is before we say anything about that i hope he's all right i hope uh you know but maybe that's why we didn't think about it yeah, let's, let's go with that. And just not that let's our memory is going in our old age. Yeah, and I also want to say one more thing before we let everybody go. Here's how I would fix the booking of the New Japan talent. Instead of booking Ring of Honor versus New Japan talent and having the Ring of Honor talent job, although to, admittedly, and I think you'll agree with me, they've been better with that, right? It's gotten It's gotten a little better, yes. It's gotten a little better. Why not just have New Japan versus New Japan matches in Ring of Honor? Somewhat of a showcase match. So you get to see your favorite wrestlers, but you don't bury your own Ring of Honor talent in the way in. And if I don't, I'm not spoiling anything. Have you heard the rumored main event for the G1? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think that I have. Okay. Do you, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I would, I would love to hear this. It's a rumor. Um, it is IWGP heavyweight title Okada versus Tanahashi. Wow. Okay. That would I be mean, something. If they do that, I literally just got the goosebumps. That sounds that might sound like cheesy to say, but I really literally just did. If they did Omega, I'm sorry, Okada versus Tanahashi. That's what I said, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Okada versus Tanahashi, main eventing at MSG in the G1 in America. Uh, just a unreal for Ring of Honor because that would probably be the most one of the most prestigious matches I would say they've ever gotten. But B, no Ring of Honor star has to suffer. And I think that's, probably the best you know what i would be okay with minoru suzuki coming in and slapping everybody in the face <laughs> i think uh the anybody in the world that wrestles suzuki is okay getting their butt kicked yeah. i don't mind them jobbing it's suzuki although suzuki versus pco joe sign me up could you imagine that <laughs> i can only imagine the crazy bumps and beatdowns that would be happening if that match were to take place Somebody would die. That's for sure. There's no two ways about it. Um, so yeah, listen. I think uh, I think you and I, being Ring of Honor purists, we have a lot of hope for Ring of Honor in 2019. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I do. And I, I'm going to keep watching Ring of Honor. I'm going to. I still have my subscription to Honor Club, so it's not like I've I've jumped ship or anything like that. So I, I'm going to. I want to see what they have. They, they still have a lot of talented guys. They're bringing in new talent. I give them the opportunity to see what what's next for them in the next you know 12 months. And uh, what direction they go in. Yeah, like you said, I'm also, you know, have my Honor Club subscription. I'm still going to watch. I'm going to watch AEW. I'm going to watch Raw. I'm going to watch SmackDown. I'm not going to, you know, oh, okay, I'm not going to watch Raw. I'll watch SmackDown. But 
I'm definitely going to keep up with Ring of Honor. I like what they're doing. I, they've brought in, you know, if the Young Bucks weren't leaving, everybody that Ring of Honor brought in would have made a much bigger splash. But since the whole being the, uh, the excuse me, the elite is leaving, I think that made headlines. But they really need to be commended because they brought in a lot of talent. And they just signed uh, Roosh. I don't know if you saw that. From they did that. Yes. They're literally they're doing everything they can, and, and that should be commended. So here's to a prosperous 2019 for um, Ring of Honor. Now, if you want to help the All Night Long Wrestling podcast prosper, here's a few things you could do. BlueChew.com, promo code WPP, $5. You pay shipping and handling for your first order of BlueChew. That's one. Two, you can go to YouTube. You can type in All Night Long Wrestling Podcast, and you can subscribe to our page. We would appreciate that greatly. Facebook.com slash All Night Long WP. Like us over there. Interact with us. Twitter, Instagram, at All Night Long WP. Blog Talk Radio, Wrestling Perspective Podcast. Listen on there. We can't thank those guys enough. Make sure you give them a follow uh, on Instagram, too. Just type in Wrestling Perspective Podcast and on Twitter. And, um, I mean, that's I think that's all we got for this week. We're going to be coming back next week with our uh, Royal Rumble prediction show and NXT prediction show. Yeah, I got to prepare for that. Yeah, me too. That's going to be a they're changing the matches every other day. So I don't know it's, going. it's going to be a doozy. I heard next week it's going to be Drake Maverick versus Braun Strowman in the main event. Can't wait. What is it like a uh, a uh, depends on a pole match or something like that? Right? It's urinate. Yeah, it's actually Bobby Roode's urine soaked blanket uh, robe on a pole match. Right. He jokes. P joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two, one sweet the P joke. Oh, breaking news! The revival. You hear about this? No. The revival asked for their release. Oh, did they really ask for their release? It's like, it's, like, it's like when Rusev asked for his release and now he's a U.S. champion. Is that what this is really? He's not Rusev anymore because he's way too skinny. Did you see these pictures? It's disgusting. Put on some weight, Rusev. Nah. Disgust me. Anyway, listen. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. He is your host. He's a stallion. I am the co-host, the comedian extraordinaire, the comedy relief. I'm the enforcer. One more week. We're tapping out. Shoot them as fast as they come